tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Blissful Living. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous, and I am your host. And today's show is going to be about Vedic sciences. It's really cool because me being an Ayurvedic health practitioner, I always, always love to bring this information to all of you because I know a lot of you are not really familiar with it. And so today we're going to explore something just a little bit different, but I'm sure you will get a kick out of it. My guest today come with over 40 years of experience as practitioners and teachers of Vedic sciences. They are Michael and Robin Mastro, and they're considered to be authorities in helping people live more prosperous and abundant lives. Now, doesn't that just sound so yummy? The work with um, their work has been with individuals and corporate clients such as Microsoft, Boeing, Amazon, NASA, the World Bank, and Oracle, and they have helped thousands of people around the world live harmonious, stress-free lives, which is what Blissful Living is all about. So I would like to welcome Michael and Robin to the show. Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate it. So excited to have you because when I talk about Ayurveda and the Vedic sciences, people who don't know about it get that deer in the headlight look and, you know, like, what the heck is she talking about? But today, the listeners are going to get some enlightenment from you guys. And I just want to know, um, you guys, uh, how did you get into Vedic sciences? Just real quick. So, you know, people can get a little bit of background. How did you guys get into that? Um, well, I first learned about uh, Vastu uh, from Maharishi Mahesh Yogi in the late 60s, early 70s. I was a young architect, and uh, I met him and began Transcendental Meditation at that time. And he asked me to design some uh, buildings in India, in Rishikesh, and uh, I had never heard of Vastu before. I just was fresh out of architecture school, and just knew how to design pretty buildings, but had no idea that buildings really could affect um, your consciousness, your uh, prosperity, your your relationships, health, and career. And so once I I found out that there was definitely a connection between you know the space that you live in and work in and how you feel and how it affects your sleep and your health and everything else, I didn't want to design anything else. So it was a really great experience for me. And when I, after I learned about this science, um, I came back from India and I got to uh, the privilege of working on the design for the first Microsoft building. So I utilized all that knowledge that I gained and, uh, and then I designed some buildings for Boeing's as well. But mostly what Robin and I do is actually um, do what we call uh, corrections or a rectification for existing uh, homes and offices where, you know, you don't have to really change anything. We do something, some things at a very subtle level to shift the energy so it's not getting stuck and creating stress 
for people and it helps them um, live more productive and happier lives. So tell um, so tell us now, what is Vastu Shastra? Vastu is an ancient architectural science that was written about in a body of knowledge called the Vedas, which is somewhere between seven to 10,000 years old. And it talks about um, how our environments, as Mike said, affect our consciousness. Vastu is part of the same sacred text that yoga, meditation, um, the original astrology called Jyotish, Ayurveda, martial arts, they all come from this same body of knowledge called Asar Veda. And just as yoga uh, helps you adjust the body to um, allow the flow of energy to move up and down the spine effortlessly, Vastu does that for the home. So we call Vastu yoga for the home. Oh, I like that. That's so yummy. And, and those of you out there listening, if you know anything about um, yoga, you you know it's a sister science of Ayurveda. It's the physical aspect of um, Ayurveda. So if there's something that can make you have better energy in your home and make your environment more productive and less stressful for you, even though you don't even know that may be occurring, you probably want to listen up. And at this point in time, I'm just going to say, listeners, if you um, – have, you know, you can uh, pull out a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil, something to write with, because you may want to take notes about this. This may be very, very interesting to you, and it may in- include a lot of tips and things that you can do uh, within your own environment that um, can help ease some of the stress that you don't even know is existing because the way your environment is set up. So I just wanted to mention that to the listening audience. Now, um, with regards to that, is Vastu Sastra associated with any religious practice or any religion? I uh, know this. This is a science. It's really based on aligning your physical body and your the, your office or home uh, with two forces of nature: the positive magnetic energy that comes from the north and the positive solar energy that comes from the east. And when you align yourself with these forces of nature, it's, it's like swimming with the, the current of a stream instead of against it. it, it nature tends to support your career, your happiness, your, uh, your health, etc. And you can align yourself with these forces of nature. So it really isn't based on any kind of religion or anything like that. It's, a, it's a really a science that was lost for many years and is now being revived just like a few years ago we didn't know anything about yoga and and now you know it's it's common to all religions and uh and so yes yeah, it's, it's it's not a, not a religion it's, it's more of a science and when you say it's like more of a science um what exactly do you mean by that so it's it's not based on any religious teaching. It's based on this alignment of your physical body and your building to forces of nature, and uh, the sun, the moon, the stars, and 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 that positive magnetic energy that comes from the north, no matter where you are on the planet, and the positive solar energy that comes from the east, no matter where you are, where you are on the planet. These two forces of nature set up an electromagnetic grid system that covers the surface of the Earth. 
and you could think of them as uh, longitudinal and latitudinal lines. And just by aligning your body to that earthly grid system and your uh, your home, you, like I said, you can gain the support of nature. And, and there's a couple little tips that we can actually give your listeners. I have just uh, well, something to interject because I think it'll just help flush out that that visual picture of what he's talking about. We are what I consider electromagnetic tuning forks. We have iron in our blood and our nervous system is electric. So when we do align our home and our environments, our workspaces with these forces of nature that Mike is talking about, we actually thrive. It's like we are plugging in to something that that is different than if you didn't align it. And a lot of people have that experience of a uh, move into a house or uh, an apartment and their lives are going very well before then and all of a sudden everything becomes stressful and things start happening to them that they, you know, they can't account for. Their health gets worse, their relationships get worse, and there's reasons for that. There are very specific reasons for that, and Vastu addresses that. I mean, everybody's walked into a, a home or an office, and it just doesn't feel right, you know? Mm-hmm. Some people might call that bad vibes, you know? But there's scientific reasoning for that. So Mike is going to continue with what he was talking about. And 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 Michael, can I ask you just to speak up just a little bit because you're you're kind of Robin, you're great, but Mike, you're just a, a little bit low, and I want to make sure that the audience um, can hear all the vital information that you're going to give to them. Yes, no problem. Uh, is this is this any better? Can you just a tiny one one more notch up? <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Perfect. Okay, so I was. Just about to uh, talk about um, a couple things that your listeners can do to align your uh, align themselves to these two forces of nature. Um, one was uh, talked about in a double blind study that was done um, about a year ago in in Delhi, India. They had a hundred kids with similar IQ uh, study the same materials and take the same test and um, they divided them into four groups of 25, 25 face north, 25 face east, 25 face south, and 25 face west. And they all were hooked up to EEG machines while they were studying and taking this test. And what they found was very interesting. The kids that faced north and east did about 20% better on the test. Um, they were producing an alpha rhythm, which is a harmonic brain wave. And the kids that face south and west were producing a beta wave, which is a peaks and valleys, a chaotic brain wave. So they didn't have the same concentration or focus as the kids that face north and east. And another part of the study showed that the kids that face north did better on the left brain activity or the math part of the test. Something about that positive magnetic energy from the north supports the analytical part of our brain, that left brain. And then the kids that face east did better on the creative writing part of the test. So something about facing east, uh, that solar energy supports our right brain uh, creative aspect. So that's one thing your listeners can even just kind of experiment with, you know, uh, 
you can just be so much more productive. A lot of what we do is go into corporations like Microsoft and Oracle and Intel. Even they just have a, a little uh, cubicle, but even just shifting things around a little bit so they face these these two directions, either or north or east, can make a huge difference in their productivity. Another thing that your listeners can try that, uh, to align themselves to these forces of nature is the direction they they face when they sleep. Oh, that's a good that's a good one because I was just going to ask you after you finished. I was going to ask you about that because I've heard some things about you know uh, the direction of how you sleep, how it can have an effect on. On, you know, on your energy and in your alignment and all that. So this is perfect because I'm really curious about that one. So go ahead, Michael. That I think that's beautiful. Excellent. Yeah, and there was another study done in um, Chennai um, recently. They had 50 patients in a hospital uh, recovering from similar surgery, and they divided them into two groups of 25. Uh, one group had their headboards to the south, their feet were pointing north, and the other group had their headboards to the north, uh, feet pointing south. And within a short period, like uh, about seven days, they found that the patients uh, with their heads to the north were having more complications with their recovery and they were not sleeping as well and um, than the patients with their head that were to the south. And the reason for this is, is very simple. Um, we, as Robin was saying, are electromagnetic beings. Um, the, the positive polarity is in our head. And so if you sleep with your headboard to the north, feet pointing south, it's like bringing two positive ends of magnets together. That positive magnetic energy is always coming from the north, and you've got the positive polarity in the head. So when you bring two positive ends of magnets together, what happens is they repel. This disturbs the blood flow, the circulation, the digestion, and you just don't wake up feeling as refreshed. And over time, you know, it can create this dis-ease in the body. So we recommend, you know, that people can uh, have their headboards to the east or the west or the south, but not north, northwest, or northeast. Um, because it just definitely over time you're not going to get as deep a rest and it's going to affect your health. Wow, that's profound. I was just thinking about myself with regards to that. And, um, you know, I, I like to move my furniture around or like to move my bed around, change my room around. It gets stagnant, I think. At least that's how I feel sometimes. And I noticed um, that when I had our bed facing to the west seemed to you know now that I'm reflecting back seem to sleep a lot better and things seem to flow um I, I it's really hard for me to put it in context of words right now but just energetically things seem to flow better and for the last few years well not that long but for the last I'm gonna say year or so the head we changed the bedroom around and the head head is facing to the north and um, I'm a light sleeper to begin with, and I just noticed that um, not sleeping, you know, not sleeping as good as I normally do, um, seem to have a lot more things 
in the middle of the night. It could be just air or whatever that seems to wake me up. And, you know, my sleep is, it just doesn't seem to be as good a quality as it used to be. And I, you know how you age and people say, oh, well, when you age, hormone things kick in, you know, and stuff like that. But um, now that I'm listening to you, and this is like the second time I've heard about the northern head facing north and the polarity of positive, you know, the positive energy and all that. So now I'm going to pay attention. I think today my project is going to be to change that doggone bed. <laughs> to yeah, another. I'm sure you're, a lot of your listeners are, are thinking the same thing. Now I go in lots of bedrooms where it's not possible. Or the only direction that's possible is north, northeast, or northwest to have the headboard. And so then we ask people to do something a little strange. Just try sleeping on the other end of the bed, even though it's you know not you're not sleeping against your headboard for a couple of, of weeks and just see if you don't feel a little bit better. Right. And so that's something that they can try as well. There's a couple of interesting scientific facts about uh, that they've discovered. Um, uh, when people are buried with their heads to the north, they decompose more quickly than any other direction. So we definitely don't want that to happen while we're alive. No. <laughs> so... And then um, the other the other interesting thing is that um, you know you'll find that many cultures um, do uh, kind of prescribe their their uh, the people of that culture not to sleep with their head to the north. So that this is not a you know something new. It's been around for a long time, um, but. Uh, yeah, those are a couple of really interesting things. And and also, uh, sleeping with your head to the north, uh, like you were just saying, you sleep more lightly. So so there are people like Edgar Casey who worked with people's dreams a lot and prescribed them to sleep with their head to the north so that they were waking up a lot at night and were able to read, uh, write down their dreams. But they're not sleeping very deeply, so they didn't wake up feeling refreshed at right. all. Yeah, so, that, anyway. and that makes that would make sense to me. I mean, um, you know, it's it's subtle enough, but you know, I've heard I heard this a couple times recently, and I, I begin to think, well, gee, you know, when the bed was this way or that way, it just seemed to it just seemed like I slept better. Of course, you know, I was younger, so it was like, hmm. And now I'm just like, you know, with the context of things, and then I look at my husband and you know some of the stuff, and I'm like, I think it's time that we change the bed around and like I said that's probably going to be something I'm going to do later this evening um, because I, I, I think as we all know sleep is very very important to us and that's the best the most precious time of when our body is completely able to restore and rejuvenate and regenerate things and so if you're not getting a good sleep due to the you know similar polarities uh, that are not a, you know they're they're the same so they're not in sync with how your energetic alignment is, then that could be, you know, over time very detrimental to your health and wellness because you're not sleeping well, so you're always waking up tired and not and not refreshed. And so I I, I thank you for mentioning that in, in the tips because um, I think anybody out there listening can, you know, at least it plants a seed in their mind to begin to think, oh, well, maybe that's what's happening within me. Um, now, why is... Um, why, why should one practice Vatstu? 
beyond the fact of, you know, getting a, of course, you know, having your bed in the correct polarity alignment, but what, what else would be so beneficial as to want someone to practice this and incorporate it in their other aspects of their home or their workplace? That's a great question. Uh, I think what what people are coming to realize, and, and science and is telling us, and doctors are telling us that the number really one cause of any health issues is stress. And whatever we can do to reduce stress in our lives, um, it makes a huge difference. And so we have some control over you know, our bodies and our minds, you know, if we practice uh, yoga and uh, Ayurveda and meditation, you can really reduce the, the physical and mental stress. And, you know, also, you know, simple things that most people um, know about, like exercising, drinking lots of clean, fresh water and, and, and good eating a good food and, and getting good rest. All of those things help reduce stress, but our environment has a huge amount of stress. And as Robin was saying, we are our electromagnetic beings and we're living in this sea of electromagnetic activity which is increasing all the time from microwave towers and cell towers and, and everything's wireless nowadays even in our own home or apartment and, and there's wires running through the floor and, and pipes everywhere which way all of these are carrying radiation which actually affects our this electromagnetic being that we are so whatever we can do to reduce stress in our environment helps and vastu is the science that really uh, teaches us how to reduce stress um this is also related to many people are more familiar with feng shui which is um, just been, you know, around in the last few years, uh, more of, as uh, something that people are more familiar with. And Vastu is actually the father of feng shui. Uh, Vastu is seven to ten thousand years old, as Robin was saying. And mm-hmm. feng shui is uh, something that was carried over the mountains uh, from India to China about two or twenty-five hundred years ago. And so the goal of uh, Vastu and Feng Shui is very much the same, to keep energy moving in a space. Because whenever energy gets stuck, uh, it creates stress. And I think many of your listeners have had experience of what happens when energy gets stuck in the body. You feel more tired, sluggish, or some pain in the body. You do some yoga or get a chiropractic adjustment or... um, massage and and the energy starts to move in, move again some of you have maybe even gone to a uh, uh, acupuncturist they're familiar with the energy flow in your body the meridians and mm-hmm. you know if you have some pain in your shoulder and they know it's connected to an acupuncture point somewhere else in the body they pr- place a needle there and that releases that stuck energy and you start to experience m- more energy and less pain and Vastu is kind of the same. Your house or your office is a living, breathing organism, just like your physical body. And we uh, utilize uh, certain things that we place in certain areas of the house or the office where energy is getting stuck to keep it moving. And because wherever energy gets stuck, it creates some kind of stress that affects some aspect of our life. Um, Ayurveda, uh, uh, as you've probably been telling your listeners, has to do with balancing the five elements mm-hmm. 
your body, earth, water, fire, air, and space. And Vastu takes that a step further to balance uh, those five elements in your environment. So we feel more comfortable, uh, more harmonious in our environment. There's less stress. Because when the five elements are out of balance, we experience more stress in our life. Yeah, which leads to dis-ease. You know, this is a great time. I'm glad you brought up feng shui because... um, can you can you give uh, the listeners a more concrete um, difference between Vastu and Feng Shui? You know, um, in the context of, um, you know, our space, so to speak, you know, I know Feng Shui deals with colors, and I know Vastu being, the, I want to say, the grandfather of, you know, uh, environmental space, space energy. Can you just... Give the listeners, I don't want them to think that they're similar because they, you know, because feng shui originated from Vastu. Um, I mean, they are similar, but I want them to be able to understand the difference between the two. Because I don't want them to think that if they're practicing feng shui, they're also doing Vastu. Because I know there's a difference between the two, even though they may be similar. We have a lot of, through our institute, we Mm -hmm. certify a lot of people, um, who uh, to become practitioners of Vastu, and we have a lot of feng shui people who come through our institute um, because they get results, but maybe not the kind of results that are specific and predictive. And what we've noticed, Vastu is very scientific. Um, feng shui, there is like an intuitive school, the black hat school, mm, which mm-hmm. is about if you walk into a, a uh, environment based on how you walk in, um, there are, you know, off to your left could be one thing, off to your right could be another thing, based on how you enter a house. It's not directional. Right. I know there is a compass school of uh, feng shui. I don't know a whole lot about that. It is a little more scientific. But as Mike had said, um, as, as Fostu was taken over the mountains into China and adapted to the local cultural and climatic concerns of the area, there were sandstorms that came from uh, the north. So uh, the north and the east are really wonderful places to, if you were going to build a home, to enter a home based on Vastu because of the solar magnetic energy that comes from that area. But in China, they couldn't. So they like to enter from the south, which is not the highest option um, in in terms of the electromagnetics and the solar energy that's available. But it it had to be that way because of the sandstorms. So, uh, you know, there, there are very... There were changes in the the Vastu as it became feng shui, uh, and I think Mike probably has more he can he can offer uh, to say about all of that. Thank you, Robin. Yeah. I have had some experience with feng shui and Vastu, and what I've found is the results from doing Vastu are much uh, quicker and more long lasting. Okay. Yeah. That's the main thing. I mean, they have uh, cures in in feng shui as well as vastu. They are different, and uh, the ones in vastu are uh, more subtle and more powerful, and that that's why they they people get quicker results. I like that, and that's perfect for my next question, um, which is. Um, 
will the person, okay, say they have you, I'm, I'm just, you know, creating a, situ- a scenario here, but say they have you, you come in and you look at their house and the way things are structured in the rooms and you give them, I'm not sure if this is the correct terminology, but you, you give them, say, a, a vastu treatment with regards to their environment and where they're living. When will they, when will they notice the benefits or will they, will the benefits, will the things that they notice be so subtle that they'll be like, "Mm," and they may not notice it for a while, or will they be something that is like, oh, hey, you know, like, for instance, I know we've all had this experience where we've walked into whatever, a building, a home, a library, whatever, and you notice different energy. I'm a Reiki practitioner, so it's like you notice, oh, this feels so good. I, you know, feels, I, you know, your body's in vibe with it. And then you go into other spaces and you're like, I'm not comfortable here. And you try to get out as quickly as you can. You don't know why. It's just, it just, it doesn't feel good. The energy is stagnant. It feels, it's like dead, stale air. And you want to get out of there as quickly as possible. But you don't really know why. You just know you, you want to get out of there. With regards to a, you know, having you come in and do um, some vastu on the house or the environment, will the person notice the benefits right away? And what might be some of the things uh, that they notice? Great question. And, and, you know, in regards to what you were just saying, I think everybody's had that experience. You walk into a place and you just you just don't feel comfortable. You don't yeah. want to stay very long. And Vastu is the science that explains why we feel that way. And it has to do with one or more of the five elements being uh, not in balance. And so why people notice right away the, the changes that come from a Vastu consultation is we are balancing those five elements. And what people notice, you know, within the first month and few days is more harmony. They'll, you know, people that come into their environment will say, wow, there's something different. It seems so much nicer in here, you know. So that's the thing that kind of comes up the first and then, you know, the the finances and the career and the health and uh, those things kind of come along, you know. Okay. Uh, depends on it, the individual and the environment. Some people notice it right away. Some money came from, you know, un, something you weren't counting on and there seems to be a little less expenses. And, and health challenges that people are having tend to get reduced because you're you're having less stress in your environment and stress you know can aggravate any kind of health uh, challenge that you have or and create new ones so that that kind of thing kind of happens right away so we we do a lot of follow-up with our clients just to see you know uh, after the first month and after the three months and six months and a year and these are kind of the changes that people report back to us. You know, where, like, a, there, for example, there was a doctor that um, uh, was diagnosed with diabetes, and uh, he had us come over and do his Vastu, and there was something particularly in his environment in the southeast of his house that was aggravating his uh, situation, and his doctor told him he was going to have to go on dialysis. He was having to up his insulin level all the time. Uh-huh. And after we did the Vastu, about a month after, uh, the doctor s- said that uh, he could reduce his insulin level and didn't need to go on dialysis if he kept up you know, the, the direction that he was going in. And, and the only thing that he really changed was we did the Vastu. So... 
very subtle but very powerful uh, effects can happen. Let me ask you this. Um, will it... In, okay, I, I, and I know I think the, I know the answer, but I just want to put it out there. You know, will will it um, change the energy within the person? For instance, you had a person. Okay, I'm just going to take. I'm just going to use me as a um, test subject, so to speak. So, you know, I had my bed at one time facing um, the head of the head of the bed facing west. Felt really good. You know, I'm naturally energetic, so I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to make maybe my husband more of the test subject. Okay. Feeling really good, naturally energetic. He would, you know, he played basketball. He played basketball in college, you know, continue to do that, so on and so forth. Then he had an injury, and that was shortly after we moved the bed with the head facing north. Uh-oh, I might be, I might have created this. But we moved the bed facing north. He had this very traumatic knee injury laid him up, you know, for eight months in a cast. And it, I mean, it was a horrible, horrible recovery experience. It was two years. However, um, you know, the energy is not, you know, the energy that he had is not there. And I always would say, oh, it's probably because you're afraid to go out and play basketball or, you know, do anything because you're afraid of that, you know, the, having that injury reoccur. But now I'm listening to you and I'm thinking it could be that the fact that his energy level that's not there is be totally de- because the way the the head of the bed is situated. So I guess what I'm asking is, based on what you're saying and the energetic flow and the balance of the five elements, I think that it could have a profound effect on someone's internal energy level where they may notice if they make some changes or have you guys come in and do something, you know, with their environment, they may notice that their energy level increases and they have this abundance of energy that they may have not had you know, say a month ago before you came, is that is that something that's possible, or have you heard that from you know clients with regards to their internal energy levels? Oh yeah, and and not only that, it's like we're just telling you a couple of things that right. to do that could help you. But when Mike goes in and and does the Vasti on an environment, it is very different. It is like um, spring cleaning on an energetic level. I mean. I remember, you know, we used to go in together and do offices in Microsoft, and I would just have the people close their door. Uh, we'd step outside and close the door and count to ten and just have them walk in to feel the shift in energy. It can be that immediate. Wow. You feel the calmness in the space. There's a serenity there that wasn't there before. So imagine if you allow that energy to build over time. And Mike hasn't really talked about the 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 uh, tools and things that we use are are they're energetic tuning devices. They are they are ancient symbols that uh, called yantras, and I'm sure you know about mm-hmm. yantras. Mm-hmm. Um, the symbol Om, people have seen that if they've ever gone to a yoga studio, or the right. Sri Yantra, which is a very is a geometric pattern that actually emits a frequency. And there are thousands of kinds of yantras. Mike is a a scholar of ancient Vedic texts, so through his research of the last 40 years, we've developed this technology 
energy to be able to go into people's home and actually shift the energy, having these directional yantras placed in such a way that they speak to each other and they harmonize together and he blocks the geopathic stress and the radiation that enters the house through windows placed in the wrong area, through pipes and streams that are underground, through the entrance of the door being in the wrong area or the placement of the bedrooms being in the wrong space or the kitchen or your office. All of that is done energetically and in, you know, in the, in the culture of India, he is even revered in India, which is saying something. Yeah, so it is. That's he's great. Kind of, uh, he's kind of like a house doctor is what I call <laughs> A house whisperer? He's a house whisperer. <laughs> the house whisperer. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my That's, God, I want you guys to come to my house now. Oh, my God. Well, he comes to the Bay Area regularly. We have, uh, you know, we have a lot of clients in Silicon Valley. and. And now that we've moved to Southern California, you know, it's it's an easy it's an easy trip for him. So he's up there regularly. Always has done uh, the Bay Area regularly. Oh my God! So yeah, I mean, yeah. we just we love what we do. It came from our spiritual work in the you know in our personal practice, and both Mike and I have been teachers of meditation and Vedic breathing for many many years. And this we just even with all that we taught people and in all the groups of people that we have have been around, we still saw people suffering and we were so happy we had this additional tool that we could help people to alleviate the pain in their lives, be it emotional or physical or spiritual pain. And, you know, it's it, it could be something that just... They don't even realize what's causing it, but once the energy is freed up, it's like their life. It's, it actually, it transforms their life. And, you know, when we first started doing this, Mike is also a Vedic astrologer. He would oh draw up people's charts to look at their charts to see, you know, what was going on in their lives. And what was interesting is that what we found in the house was identical to what was going on in their astrological charts. So in in some way, what we're doing is rewriting people's charts by shifting the energy in the house because Michael will tell you more about this. He's much better wow. at explaining how the astrological it. charts and the environment um, have this kind of similarity. It's like you came here to learn certain things, and he'll go into that. Wow. You know, this is, I'm like, God, we have a whole other couple of shows with you guys with regards to, I didn't know all that Mike, you know, I didn't know I was really... Um, having this fabulous, engaging Vedic guru on my show, you know, it's just, I'm like, I, I'm like, oh my, you should see, I'm like this little kid in a candy store. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I, there's a lot. I want to know everything. I want to talk to him forever and ever and ever. But, um, I, I mean, yeah, that's just me. I get excited, you know, because I, you know, it's, it's the Vedic sciences. And, and when I meet people and talk to people that actually speak my language and know it's just like, oh my gosh, we're connected, you know, and we are connected. We figured that we were connected earlier before we yes. even the show so this just totally falls into line with you know with all the three of us and what we do so Mike tell us more please or Michael tell us more well along with what Robin was just speaking about yes it's uh, what's interesting about Vastu and Feng Shui is that 
shape is very, very important. And the flow of energy in a, a rectangle uh, is very efficient and flows very, very evenly. And then when you start to have missing corners or extensions, uh, like your garage sticks out or there's a cut, like an indentation where your entrance is, some of the energy that's flowing around the space gets stuck because of those missing corners and our extensions. And I think most of all of our homes or apartments um, or offices have these. Even it can be like a column in a corner and that creates a, a cut or a missing corner. And so the five elements are all associated with different directions. Northeast is the water element, which has to do with your spiritual and financial growth. Southeast is has to do with the fire element and your health and your energy level. You were talking about, you know, people feeling not tired or not energetic. A lot of times there'll be some problem in the southeast as part of their home or office. Southwest has to do with the earth element, and that's how you support yourselves from your spine, your feet, your legs, to actually your career. That's how you support your family, your business. And Northwest has to do with the air element, and that affects the harmony or the stress in your relationships. And the very center of the space has to do with the space element. And the other four elements, earth, water, fire, and air, come out of space. So any imbalances in the center, like a toilet or central heating system, that can disturb that space element affecting all aspects of your life. Now, when Robin was talking about astrology, uh, what's really interesting is, and I do people's astrology as well as their boss do, um, you find that maybe in a person's chart they have some uh, affliction or debilitation in their moon, the moon sign. Mm -hmm. And the different planets are also uh, associated with uh, these directions, just like the five elements. So northwest has to do with moon and uh, relationships and, uh, and that air element. So when I walk into a space, you know, like I did a couple recently in the Bay Area, um, I walked into the house and I could tell there was a lot of stress with the family husband was sitting across from the wife, and as I spoke, I, I noticed they weren't speaking to each other. They would speak to me, and it turns out that uh, they were going through a divorce, and oh. the husband was living in one end of the house, and the wife in the other end of the house, and then when, we, when I started looking at the house, there was a missing corner in the northwest corner, and... Um, there was a few other things going on as well, but um, basically what we did was we energetically corrected the house so that there was no more missing corner. Energy was starting to flow. And uh, when I looked at their charts, also I saw, I saw in both their charts, there was they were in a planetary period, um, both of them, where the moon was creating a lot of stress in their life. So the... the the, the floor plan of the house oftentimes matches up with the uh, astrological chart. Like Robin was saying, you come here uh, when you're born, all the planets are arranged in a certain way in the sky for you to learn certain lessons. These lessons are all leading us towards 
being more compassionate, serving others, opening our hearts. And um, at different times in your life, different planets are, they call them dasha periods, are more predominant. And so you'll you'll naturally gravitate towards a, an office plan or a floor plan. Maybe you don't even choose it, but somehow you end up with this this plan. And it helps you to learn these lessons that you came here to learn. And then at certain times in your life where the other planets are more dominant, you'll gravitate towards different types of floor plans or apartments or homes. So it's very connected. Like everything is connected. You know, it's all energy and we all are growing and evolving and it's just a fascinating uh, science to to me um, how everything is all connected. Wow. Wow, that's 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 fabulous. It's it's leaving me speechless. I've got a ton of notes that I'm I've taken with regards to um what you just said because, you know, now I'm going to go through my house and, you know, look at what you just said with regards to um, you know, the energy and how things are facing and what's, you know, what's north and northeast and southeast and things of that nature and and see if I can put it into context with, you know, what's going on in my life and my energy and by George, you'll probably get a call from me. I need you, Michael and Robin. Can you come up? <laughs> you know, the other thing I wanted to mention is that we have three books oh, on yes. Boston. Hello. Please. Um, well, uh, the first book, uh, which is called Altars of Power and Grace, is based on my master's work, my uh, master's thesis in whole systems design. And uh, I've taken the most powerful aspects of Vastu to create small environments that I call altars, but they are actually these energetic tuning devices that bring your highest intention in the physical form. And they actually work. So that was the first book, and it uh, won 10 National Literary Awards. It won Book of the Year three times. And it is uh, a beautiful four-color book, and uh, you know, it's. I, I think it was published in 2004, and it's still. I mean, we we sell a lot of those, and you can access that book um, on Amazon, but also through our products and services website, which is www.vastu. V is in Victor, A, S is in Steve, T is in Tom, U is in Uncle, Creations, that's plural, dot com. Um, also, our second book is uh, called The Way of Vastu, Creating Prosperity Through the Power of the Vedas. And by the and way, it is more, uh, Robin, hmm? you yes. sent me this book. I love it, the one you're just, The Way of the Vastu. And I want to say, uh-huh. audience, listen to what she's saying. And... Um, and how you can get it because I when I got this book I first of all I was I didn't put it in the context it was from you but it's a beautiful beautiful book of course you know I'm Ayur, you know I'm all in ayurvedic so it was like oh my gosh this is so it's so well written I'm here I'm giving you a testimonial it's so well written but it's so beautiful it's just a beautiful beautiful book and um okay so I'll, I'll quit talking and let you finish telling about the book but it it just I love, love, love it, and I, I just pulled it out and like I'm gonna be using this as my um, my Bible, so to speak, to go around my house and make some changes because it's got you have so many beautiful things in here. Well, I you know we Mike and I are a great team. He has such deep knowledge, and I'm 
I love to write. So, uh, and we're both <laughs> designers. I mean, he's an architect. I'm an artist. We had, I mean, and we had a lovely design team um, to help us design these two books. So we loved uh, doing these books. Um, the Way of Us Do also is award-winning, also won Book of the Year, and is a really good uh, basic introduction in the Vastu. Um, and our third book, which uh, was published by Simon & Schuster, is Making Room for Mr. Right, How to Attract the Love of Your Life. And it's taking Vastu and, the, and Vedic knowledge uh, and helping women, and actually men use this book too, to magnetize loving relationships. And uh, we're actually on our way to Sedona in uh, mid-May to do a series of workshops called Magnetic Love. And uh, it's it's going to be a, a, a workshop series that we're going to be taking around the country, actually. So we're very excited about that. And uh, we have two other websites. We have a, actually a website um, that's focused on the relationship aspect, which is called makingroomformrwright.com. And uh, then we also have, we also train and certify practitioners in the science of Vastu, and that website is www.americaninstituteofvastu.com. Wow. Um, yeah, thank you for sharing that information. And listeners, again, I, I hope you took note when I said to pull out a piece of paper and a pen or a pencil, something to write with, because um, you will want to pick up the books. I have the one, The Way of the Vastu, and um, I absolutely love it. I, I got it in the mail. I was like, a, again, a kid with a can at the candy store. I don't know why that's in my mind today, but I guess that's how I, I am feeling, like a kid in a candy store with all this information. But um, it was absolutely phenomenal, and it's so beautiful, and it's such an easy read. I mean, the pictures are beautiful. The information is just you know, bounding, and it's just it, it's it written so simplistically that um, anyone can follow it. Um, I put it down um, after I read it, and I it's so funny. I kept it on my dresser, and then I took it to my office, and and it's sitting on my desk, and it was just right there. So as soon as you begin mentioning it, I'm like, oh yes, this book, I love it. But not only that, you guys, these guys have, as you can tell, Michael and Robin are more than just um, Vastu experts. They have so much more that they do. And I can guarantee you that I will be bringing them back on the show because, you know, people have problems. I notice all my friends, I'm out of all my friends, um, me and my husband are the only one married. And so and we've been married the longest. So I notice I listen to my girlfriends talking about, you know, problems they have with relationships and things of that nature. And I think it would be fabulous to bring you guys back so we could do a whole show about what, you know, what that context is. And then Michael with his um, Vedic astrology, that is such a very interesting subject and topic to me. And of course, I'm selfish. It's my show. I can do what I want to do. <laughs> I can do what I want to do and bring my guests on that not only are interesting to me, but I know that if it's an interest to me, there's 
you know, a lot more people out there that are interested in this information. It's so funny. You know, these these things have been around for thousands of years. Like, you know, Ayurveda has been in existence for anywhere from 3,500 to 5,000 years ago. And the science of Vastu predates Ayurveda. And then all I say, I tell everyone, everything originated from these these ancient forms of how we used to heal ourselves and treat ourselves and treat others around us. It's not new. It's just now it's coming to the Western world and it seems to be new, like yoga. People think like practicing yoga asana is yoga. And it's like, no, you're just doing the physical aspect. There's so much more to yoga than just going out and doing postures. That's not yoga. That's a form of exercise, but it's so much deeper than that. And so I think with all this information coming to the forefront and coming into Western, the Western world, I, I know that it could have such a profound effect on how we live and treat ourselves as well as others. And, and maybe just doing a little bit of that and incorporating a little bit of this information, you know, with regards to living and our environments and, and all kind of things can just maybe one day make our world such a, a much more better place. And so I'd like to thank you guys for the work that you do because, um, like I said, I want to have you guys come up tomorrow. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, Robin, you haven't, you know, we could go do a little drive to Menlo Park and, you know. I know. We could really, I'd, I'd love to. That that sounds like something we need to put on the calendar, yeah, Rochelle. It's, it's, just, it's just beautiful. And, and, you know, I didn't get through half the questions, um, but I'm going to ask one more question and, and, and sure. then we'll close out the show. Um can you give us from a perspective, a Vastu perspective, and I know this is going to touch on with people, what are some tips that people can do with regards to clutter? Just really, you know, quickly and succinctly, because um, I know we all have our stuff, and we don't think our stuff is stuff. And then you're like, I need to get rid of my stuff. This room is so cluttered, or my closet's so cluttered, or whatever. So I think my, I'm going to have Mike do this, but I just, I'm going to preface it with where you keep clutter affects a certain part of your life, so this will give people impetus to move their clutter because it does affect everything in your life. So Michael will go through the directions and tell you how each direction, when if you have clutter in a specific direction, what, what it's going to create in terms of obstacles in your life. Ooh, yeah. yeah, I mean, you, your listeners can just think about, you know, what, what challenges they're facing. If there's stress in the relationship, they should look in the northwest and see if there's any clutter there. Um, if if there's if their career is stagnant or they're having trouble finding a job, they should kind of look to the southwest area of their home or apartment or office and see if there's any clutter there. If they're feeling tired or health challenges are cropping up, they should look in the southeast area and make sure there's no clutter there. And if finances are challenged, um, Northwest, northeast is the best place to kind of clear up the clutter. Now, what is clutter? Clutter is things that aren't organized, things you haven't used in over a year and might benefit other people. And and it's overwhelming for most people. We're, we live in a society of consumerism. We buy lots of things, but we don't like to let things go. So we're constantly bringing in new things and, and not letting anything else, uh, older things go, and, and th things kind of stack up, and it, it creeps up on you real fast. Um, and so it's a very difficult thing for people. Uh, so I deal with this every day. I always tell people, you know, some people don't like me to come and do the Vastu until they get organized and clear the clutter, but 
it's hard for people. And I always tell them, and what, what my experience has been, is if we do the Vastu first, the energy starts to move, and then they get motivated to clear the clutter. But start off uh, slow and small. Uh, don't try to tackle all the clutter at once. Uh, start off with a drawer and take everything out of the drawer. Make three piles. One pile to save, one pile to, uh, to give away, and one pile to throw away. And then put the pile that you kept for saving back in the drawer in an organized way where you can find everything. And you'll see right away you'll get a lot of energy. And that's because clutter holds stress. It holds our energy. It's stuck energy. So, you know, as you move through your home or apartment and clear the clutter, you'll just see a lot more energy freeing up. It's a very, very powerful experience. And uh, for some people, the only way, you know, it ever happens is if we do the Vastu and the energy starts moving or they have to move. Because when you move, you have, you have to deal with all the stuff. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a way to edit what you have. But um, Vastus are a good way to kind of start that process. So, yeah, clutter is a big thing for a lot of people. Also, I just want to say last thing for uh, people to know that we go, Mike actually, more than I, but Mike goes around the country and and is in some place every other week um, doing Vastu. I'm going to be updating the tour schedule on our Vastu Creations website. So uh, he may be coming to an area close to you and just give him a call. His contact number is on the tour schedule, so on our Vastu website. Beautiful. Well, I'd like to thank you guys so much for being guests on Blissful Living. I want you to repeat one more time how people, you know, your websites and how people can get in contact with you if they're interested. I know I'm definitely interested, um, but how people out there in the listening world can get in contact with you. Can you just um, share that one more time, Robin? Well, uh, they can get in touch with us uh, uh, through our websites at www.vastu, V as in Victor, A, S as in Steve, T as in Tom, use and uncle creations, plural, dot com. They can call uh, Mike directly at 206-661-1117 or email him at Michael Mastro, and that's M-A-S as in Sam, T's and Tom, R-O, Vastu.com, and that's Michael Master Vastu. Oh, it's not Vastu.com. It's Michael Master Vastu at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, if they want to get in touch with me, uh, they can email me at Robin, and that's Robin with an I, at VastuCreations.com. Well, thank you, guys. Okay, you guys, you got the information. I know um, that... If you're on the edge of your seat and you just want to know more or you felt the show was too short today or whatever the case may be, please reach out and, and contact Michael and Robin. Um, there's just so many profound things that they can do with regards to your environment to help you get unstuck, um, get that energy flowing in a nice harmonic way so that you can experience the, the beautiful essence of Vastu in all facets of your life. It's just just a beautiful, beautiful science that I'm so um, honored to be able to have these guys as my guests today. And 
at this time, I just say I'd like to thank you um, for listening to Blissful Living. And again, it's been a pleasure for me to host this show, as well as having you listen to this show. Um, Stay tuned next week. We're going to have another fabulous show with another fabulous guest. And you will not be disappointed if you come to learn about how to live blissfully in all aspects of your life. Then you have definitely reached the right spot. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous. And as always, I like to wish you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, and tranquility to your spirit. Have a fabulous day and a terrific, fantastic week. And I look forward to having this uh, time with you next week. Thank you. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.